literally when this comes out and Brian is back in town, take a shot for every time I say that's so creepy or that's so cool or that's so scary. Literally, because I'm pretty sure I said that like 50 times. Hi, everyone. Hello, guys. My name is Nadine. And my name is Alexis. And we are back with another episode of Death by Coincidence. I know Brian isn't here, so Alexis is my special guest for this week. Yay! I'm so (laughs) excited to be a part of today's episode. I know. I'm glad you could do it with me. It was like super last minute, too. I know. I just messaged you and I was like, do an episode with me. Oh, I'm totally down to do any episode. (laughs) Well, Brian's out of town, so she was kind enough to record one with me, so. I'm y'all's number one fan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brian has one half of my heart and Alexis has the other. We have been best friends for, I think, we talked about this the other day, like 18 years or something. Yeah, like 17, 18, a very long time. (laughs) <laughs> too long <laughs> too long to keep count um but so I asked her to to do this with me I just thought it'd be fun um I don't know if y'all remember me talking about releasing a podcast with one of my friends um this is the friend yay it's me bitches so I know I'm ex- <laughs> so um do you want to tell a little bit about it like what it's going to be about and all that kind of stuff yes so um our podcast is going to be called theory of conspiracy we're going to be talking about all uh, conspiracy theories all the creepy history and stories and stuff behind it it's going to be really cool i'm excited i'm very excited to shift kind of of what i talk about weekly with brian so oh yeah totally it'll yeah, it'll be nice not to talk about death all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this story together. Um, I actually saw the story on TikTok, or I saw a video about it on TikTok, which is mm-hmm. why I wanted to do it with you because Alexis is the one that got me addicted to TikTok. So I'm <laughs> not sorry. Was- <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was fitting. So um today i will be telling you about lake lanier oh i'm excited so the tiktok that i saw about this one was i guess these people were just walking around this lake Mm -hmm. and they noticed an arm floating in the water what the heck really yeah (laughs) yeah oh my god can you imagine like what would you do i honestly i'd probably just run away i wouldn't even call the cops or anything (laughs) Just leave the scene. Bye. Someone else's problem to deal with. (laughs) Exactly. Because then you're involved and then you got to deal with all that shit. And like, that's very true. I have better things to deal with. I don't want to have to. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to deal with. I have my own shit. (laughs) Um, But this lake is infamous for the amount of deaths that have happened either in or around it. And so I found like a couple cool stories about it. And I got all my information from Oxford American, uh, Wikipedia, Georgia State Signal, and this really cool website called Adventures in Cemetery Hopping. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. So it's like this girl that goes to different cemeteries and she finds like interesting backstories between the people that are buried there. Oh, that's that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's a really cool little web. I was on it for like, I read my my part of the story and then uh-huh. I just like was creeping on it for like two hours. Oh, girl, send me the link. I want to see. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I'll post it too when I post this story. But it's a really fun website to just like sit there and just like go down a rabbit hole in. Oh, I love that. It, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Lake Lanier was named after Sidney Lanier, who was, um, he was a man that fought like with the Confederate Army and everything. Mm-hmm. So this lake dates back to, I guess the area dates back to the 50s. It's located in North Georgia, and it was created in the 50s. It is 38,000 acres big, or 59 oh, wow. square miles, so it's pretty big. Mm-hmm. And it's around 156 feet deep. Oh, Lord. And once you get to around the 70-foot mark, there's zero visibility. Uh, yeah, I cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's man-made, and it was created in order to help with um, flood control that was happening in Georgia. And then it was also created for the purpose of hydroelectricity, navigation, and providing water to the city of Atlanta because Atlanta was close. It's close mm-hmm. to this lake. There was obviously plenty of government funding. I think I read somewhere that it was like in like the hundred millions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. And um, there have been droughts that have like made the water levels fluctuate and everything, but nothing's been permanent. It's still thriving. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it for the the boring stuff, the geography and all that. So, <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> little history so, moment. What I said, a little history moment. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm here for. Is just little history tidbits. The rest of it is just a just a plus. <laughs> so, <laughs> you imagine somebody coming to me for a history lesson? I'd be like, oh, oh I don't my know. god, Google yeah, it. same. Like I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so since Lake Lanier's formation, it has had around 500 known deaths. But I That's read on another lot. website that it's had around 675 known deaths, which is like a pretty big leap. Yeah. But I don't know which one is. I wouldn't doubt if it was the one that was closer to 700 because there's a lot of them that they don't even know about. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. It, yeah. I mean, it. it the, it's ugh. I would never even like go close to there I don't oh, like bodies yeah. of water as it is yeah same here but like and it's so it's 156 deep, feet deep yeah and it's obviously cursed yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like, so I feel like swimming in it like I would just be scared like something would just grab me oh yeah or even on a boat I mean I just would yeah. not yeah no thanks mm-hmm. No, me either. I'll, <laughs> I'll stick pass. to a pool. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, that's since it's it's uh, formation. So more than likely, um, there have obviously been a lot more. Two hundred of the known deaths have taken place since nineteen ninety four. Oh wow! According to the Georgia Department of Natural Resources Law Enforcement Division. <gasps> That was a lot to say. Um, Lake Lanier experienced 57 boating fatalities and 145 drownings between 1999 and 2018. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> I I feel like drowning is like top five least favorite oh, thought yeah. of like how to die. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Like that is so because people who can swim can still just like, drown. Yeah. If they take that like like that ripe gulp of water, uh-huh. they're done. Yeah. Or you can, like, you know, you, uh, what was her name? Um, Naya, you know, the one from Glee? Naya Rivera. Yes. yes yeah. Oh I like she that broke apparently, my heart. apparently she got really tired from swimming and yeah. had enough uh, like energy to put her son on the boat, but she still drowned. Yeah. It's like it's she, so like, crazy. The last of her energy to like, yeah, just, like, toss him up there. Ugh. Oh, that's so, so sad. sad. It's heartbreaking. Um, so, um, the drowning. Uh, so, from 2015 to 2018 alone, this lake has seen 43 lake-related deaths. So, in three years, there have been 43 deaths, and that's just what they know of. That's yeah. not counting the ones that you know. Yeah. You know, hitchhikers or whatever. That mm-hmm. nobody even knew, you know, we're dead in there. Yeah. So the Department of um, Natural Law Enforcement, blah, 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 says that from 2015 to 2018, there have been 128 boating accidents. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find how many of those resulted in death, but I'm sure it was a number uh, of them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So going back to what you said earlier about the lake being cursed... It's there's cursed, actually, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually this really popular and widely known conspiracy theory that there is a curse on this lake, but it's due to its history. Oh. So beneath the surface of this lake, there are actually several small towns that what? were just con- yeah, they were just consumed by this lake, you know, and water filled mm-hmm. it up and everything like that. And so none of them are really, like, super Mm well-known, but there is one of them that's really prominent. It's called Oscarville. Mm -hmm. And so this town was mostly filled with, it was, like, rural land, so, like, a lot of farming and things like that. Um, And it was mostly filled, or it was mostly known by newspaper articles and then, of course, like, urban legends and ghost stories and all that kind of stuff that it just kind of carried on its history. One thing that's worth noting about Oscarville is that it was a predominantly a predominantly black town, but roughly eleven hundred black residents fled when racially charged lynchings and riots began following the mm-hmm. rape and murder of a young white girl named Sleety Mae Crow. Oh my gosh! And I think I can't remember if it was ever even proven that a black man had killed her. You know, I think I've heard about this before. Yeah, yeah, probably. This is this is what kind of made the town known. Yeah, and then of course once it got filled up and you know drowned by water, then yeah. Oh my gosh. So this town, along with um, there were there's forests down there that are full of trees. There's cemeteries, chicken coops, all that kind of stuff. They remain at the bottom of the lake, which makes it extremely difficult for them to pull up any bodies that have sunk to the floor. Mm. That so makes sense, a lot yeah. of times, like, they won't even bring them back up because it's too dangerous if they're, too, like, wrapped yeah. in a tree or something. Mm-hmm. For the boats, boats have capsized for no reason at all. 
with the area that they were capsized in being searched for some kind of cause, but they never found any evidence to prove, like, why this could have happened. Yeah. And then sudden rogue waves, so waves that were, like, caused by nothing, just randomly rushed through the water and have also been the cause of capsized boats. That's so creepy. Yeah. This this lake has everything. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I mean, an underwater town, rogue waves, dead bodies, like... Just everything, literally everything. Yeah. And it's so, like, it, literally, it's a haunted lake. Yeah. Th that's what I, you know? Mm hmm So, um, and when I think of it in my head, I think of that one lake that was in that uh, show. It's on Netflix. It's called um, Haunting of Bly Mansion or Manor or something. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, where they have that, like, big... I don't know. I think it was a lake or, like, a giant pond or something yeah. in the like, backyard. Mm -hmm. That's what I think of when I think of this. Yeah. Because it's just, just a, like, scary, like... The just feel, creepy. The vibe is just yeah. weird. Along with the dead bodies and the sunken boats and cars and all that kind of stuff, they obviously found all these bodies. The boats and cars that they find date back as far as 50 years. Cars? Cars, yeah. Oh, shit. And this is from them basically just being drawn to this lake. So they'll just like drive off the road and into this lake. Oh. Yeah. And I actually read somewhere that this lake is also a popular site for like the cartel's presence in America. This is a popular site for them to dump the bodies in. Really? Yeah. But I don't know if that's true. Mm. I couldn't find any like credible yeah. information behind that. It's but just like there a rumor. A lot of people... Huh? It's just like a rumor. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of people that live there. Oh. Yeah. They're like, it's unspoken. Like, nobody actually talks about it, but this is what happens, which oh, is wow. like a town. I mean, you wouldn't want to get that out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's ha cartel being in your town is like a scary oh, yeah. thought. It's very scary. A lot of people are really confused because most of the bodies that are found that are drowned they seem to have drowned near the shore where it's really shallow and a lot of the swimmers that have drowned have been reported as being strong swimmers. Interesting. So they're drowning in a foot of water. Yeah. And it's not like their body is like washing up like. Yeah. Because there's no kind of like decay on them that would result in like a sunken body coming back up to the top. Right. You know, so. That's so bizarre. Just, people have... People who have survived the near drownings have described that while they tried staying afloat above the water, they felt hands grabbing their legs and pulling them oh down under the water. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? So there's there's definitely something under there. Oh yeah. Like some pissed of, off spirit or something. A lot of angry souls mm -hmm. in that lake. What the heck? Yeah. That reminds me of um that uh in Harry Potter. Gosh, what? Which one was that? Goblet of Fire. Have you watched that one? Yeah, I've seen all of them, force forcefully. But... When um, it's the one with um, Robert Patterson. I forgot his, what his name is in that in the movie. But they, it's like a um. Oh, where they're doing those like games or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah. and they have the one in the I guess the lake or the ocean, in yeah. those um creepy mermaid things i'm sorry if anyone's a big harry potter fan i'm so sorry if i'm offending y'all because I, I 
I love Harry Potter, but I don't, <laughs> apparently I don't know what I'm talking about. But you know what I'm talking about? Like the like the mermaids or those creepy. Uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's what it reminds me of. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that is Goblet of Fire. Yeah, yeah, I think it is Goblet of Fire. Yeah. But, yeah, but there's like these like creepy like mermaid or like people things in the water. I don't know. That's just what it reminds me of. Like sirens or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, those things were cre- that that and the what were those the dementors or dementors? Whatever? Yeah, I was like, how is this like a fan of like a supposed to be one of those like fantasy like um, yeah, you know like now it's just scary. <laughs> scary. <laughs> Turn into a I'm horror like, that movie. Was too much for y'all to be like eight years old. I know. That shit. <laughs> Literally. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. One of the most infamous deaths at Lake Lanier was actually dubbed the Lady of the Lake. Okay. This name dates as far back as medieval times. There's plenty of different um, stories and meanings and everything behind this, um, you know, fairy tales and all that kind of stuff. And it was used to describe a goddess-like woman who basically guarded the enchanted realm wow. of a, like a body of water. So there are a lot of different stories, like I was saying, but the most popular one is the death of Delia May Parker Young. <sighs> okay, I'm just thinking about like when I was <laughs> typing this, I was like, this is fucked up. Oh my gosh. Okay, so on April 16th, 1958, Susie Smallwood Roberts, who was then 37, picked up Delia May Parker Young, who was then 25, so they could go out for a night on the town. Delia had borrowed a blue dress from someone which is how she was later, um, how they later kind of identified her. Mm-hmm. The two women drove into Dalton County, and they spent mm-hmm. some time at a roadhouse called Three Gables. After they left, witnesses say that they saw them at a gas station where they had allegedly left without paying. They made their way down Dawsonville Highway Bridge, and their car ended up veering over the center lane and into Lake Lanier. <gasps> And the police were able to determine this based on the tire tracks found on the road that matched the tires on the car they were driving. Oh, my gosh. So they searched the lake, but they found nothing. Oh, my gosh. They weren't found? Like, the car, the bodies? No. Wow. No. They used the tire tracks to later verify that this was her car, but initially they just saw the tire tracks veer into the lake, and it was like they just disappeared into this lake. That is so creepy. Yeah. So, 18 months later, a body floated to the surface, which was discovered by a fisherman under the bridge. When they took the body out and everything, they weren't able to identify whose body it was based on dental records because the body had dentures in their mouth. Oh. So, they couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, two of the toes had been cut off on the left foot, and both of their hands were gone. (gasps) what the hell so <laughs> what happened what the fuck i guess like fish just like eating i guess like so. munching on the body or something oh my gosh yeah which i didn't i mean i guess it makes sense because fish eat other fish that's true yeah so it makes sense that you know that would happen so it's like creepy little demons in the <laughs> in the water that ate them. the hands that were pulling the bodies yeah down? yeah Ugh. for sure So, because they couldn't identify the body, the body was buried in an unmarked grave. Some residents of the town following this reported seeing a woman wearing a blue dress 
walking along the Dawsonville Highway Bridge with no hands. The apparition that they had been seeing came to be known as Lady of the Lake. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I I would move out of that. It's right. I would move out of there. I would too. Four years following the car accident, no one knew what happened to them because they weren't able to find anything. Susie's family assumed that she had either fled with Delia May or she got amnesia after the accident. So whenever, like if she did come back up, she just kind of wandered around mm-hmm. and ended up leaving town because she didn't know who she was or what happened or anything. Mm-hmm. In 1972, Susie's husband died, so he never even knew what happened to Aww, her. Oh, that's so sad. I know. Her son, James, is quoted saying, we believe she was in the lake, but then we heard she might be in Chicago and then in Florida. We wondered if she survived but had amnesia and never knew where to go. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So they released photos of a missing of a missing woman, and people were calling into them and saying, hey, I've seen her here, here, whatever, from all over the country. Because mm-hmm. this was in Georgia, and there's people that are saying she's all the way in Chicago. Oh, wow. So, I mean. Can you imagine? Yeah. No. See, like, but that that has to be so heartbreaking to have that, like, kind of, like, hope. Yeah. And then and then you find out that it's it's bullshit. It's bullshit, yeah. And I wonder uh, how many people said, "Hey, I know where she is just to like be assholes about it." Oh, I'm sure a lot of people did. Yeah. Ugh, it's so sad. I know. In November of 1990, workers who had been doing construction on the bridge found a blue 1950s Ford sedan with a body inside. Mm. Only one, cuz the other one had floated up to the top. Oh, yes. The car's 1958 license plate was identified as his mother's by James Roberts, so it was Susie. Oh. A watch that was found on the body was also identified as Susie's, so as a result, it was determined that the body in the unmarked grave must belong to Delia May, the Lady of the Lake. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Her family um, had provided a marker for her, um, giving her a name and everything. She had been left. Uh, she had left behind a husband and an infant daughter who died in 1985 at the age of 28. Oh. Delia May. Oh. Both women were finally able to be laid to rest and given a proper goodbye thanks to Susie's son being able to identify her, and both women were buried at Alta Vista Cemetery. So, <clears throat> that's pretty much the end of that little story just about like Lady of the Lake. That's the most infamous story to come out of that lake that's well known yeah well i'm glad that like the mystery was solved and they finally got to you know be buried i know but and it was so much later too like in 1990 yeah and they went missing in 1958 yeah that is a very long time like 38 years of not having an answer as to what happened to your or sorry 32 years yeah of not having an answer as to what happened like and I don't her, think I could. I don't I think know. I could do that. And her husband died before knowing. That's mm-hmm. devastating. I know. Oh it's, my gosh. I don't think if I were him, I would be like. I'd be like, you better load me up with like fucking adrenaline or something and keep yeah. going until y'all find <laughs> Yeah, literally. Her, yeah, I'm not dying yet. Yeah, like I gotta know what what happened to my wife. I know. Oh my gosh. So that's the most notorious story. Story, 
of strange sightings and, you know, sudden deaths and things like that. But there have been plenty of other odd occurrences that have been associated with this lake. For instance, a raft had been seen floating on the lake at night being pushed by a mysterious figure using a pole and a lantern lighting his way. (gasps) The raft would disappear just as quickly as it would appear. One such sighting was reported by two fishermen who claimed to have seen it at about 1 a.m. on a cold night. The raft had been spotted in a section of the lake that is known to be roughly 45 feet deep, yet yet the rider seemed to have no difficulty navigating the water with the pole to push him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so he, I mean, the, the shit had to be like 50 deep, 50 feet long, the pole. Yeah. And there's just no way. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's just so... What? (laughs) I mean, I've been on, like, lakes at night before. I would shit my pants if I saw that. Oh, my God. Me, too. I mean, like... I mean, Like, if you just saw somebody dressed in that type of, like, period clothing... Fuck that. (laughs) And you're like... I don't know. Okay, so... um. So the two fishermen watched as the figure was just kind of floating along and, and he was fine. But then, like, out of nowhere, he would start shouting and then he would jump into the water. And the water was, like, freezing. The mysterious guy on the raft? Yeah, that was pushing himself in the raft, yeah. He would just start shouting and then just jump into the water and, like, disappear. What the heck? Oops. <laughs> and so then they... Of course, we're thinking that something is going to, like, come after them. Yeah. And so they would, like, pull their lines up real quick, and they would start to prepare to leave the area. And then when they would shine their lights across the water to try to see where this guy went, there was no sign of a raft, and the figure was completely gone. And the lake was completely undisturbed. That's terrifying. Especially (laughs) at night. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would have, like, left as soon as I saw that person. I would have been like, Bye. I'm telling you, I would, like, shit my pants. Like, no joke. Or, like, That's throw scary. up or something. I like, know. Like, I wouldn't know what to do. What the fuck? Especially since it's freezing water. Like, the body's natural instinct is to come back up and be like, oh, my God, help me. Yeah. Instead of just Not just disappear. immediately sink to the bottom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And then they never found the raft he was in. That's creepy. <laughs> so with with this man that they would see on this raft most people believed that he used to travel the shallow creeks and rivers using this pole to push himself and he continued doing so even after the area had been created to be this lake linear wow so he just never wanted to leave what the heck I know. It's so it's so sad, but it's terrifying, too. Yeah, it's so terrifying. Okay, so some of the most recent occurrences. Um, there, there are a ton. There's a lot of near drownings and people saying that they felt, you know, the, the feet pulling them and everything. But, like, with stuff like that, I feel like it's hard to tell between what's true and what's just being said to try to get, like, yeah. a rise out of people, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, like... If you're hearing about this, like, crazy story by somebody telling you, oh, my God, yeah, I was in the lake and I felt hands grabbing me, but there was nobody there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's like a shock factor kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to want to believe them. 
yeah. and they're going to want everybody to believe them. But yeah. like, did that really happen? Are you, you know, yeah. like, are you? Yeah. 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 So, but in addition to uh, what happened, these are the most recent ones. So on April 18th of 2021, Dorian Adonis Pinson was declared missing when him and two of his friends jumped off of a pontoon boat and the friends resurfaced and they were rescued by a passing boat, but Adonis never resurfaced. And on that day, it was really, really windy. So it made them difficult. It made it difficult for them to swim back to the mm-hmm. pontoon that they were at, which is why they had to be rescued. Mm. But on July 14th of 2021, his body was found 117 feet below the surface. Oh my gosh. So he was like almost completely at the bottom. What the heck? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. And that's another thing, too, is I feel like he, again, the body's natural response is to, like, put up a fight. Yeah. Instead of just give up so quickly. Yeah. And I feel like somebody would have seen him, like, struggling. Right. To, like, try to, like, come back up for air. Yeah. So... Oh, that's just so creepy. Oh yeah, because I mean that's what you see when someone's drowning their their hands yeah. flailing and. So then on May eighth of two thousand one, the body of twenty three year old Anthony Santill was found nearly twenty four hours after he jumped off of a pontoon boat and never resurfaced. They found him forty four feet below the surface. <gasps> wow. So this is like a common. I feel a common occurrence. And these these were all people that were there, like, traveling on vacation. Mm-hmm. And this happened probably because locals are like, I'm not going to go in that lake. Like, you got yeah. me fucked up. I know yeah. better. <laughs> it's just very weird for a lake to have so many deaths. Yeah. But then if you think of, like, the history behind it, like, if you're if you're the type to believe in, like, you know, paranormal stuff and, like, things like that, mm-hmm. which I definitely mm-hmm. am. Yeah. Then I feel like it's very likely for there to be a lot of hatred that has been like brewing in that lake for the past like almost 70 years now. So much negative energy. Yeah. I mean, I'd be pissed if somebody decided to make my neighborhood into a lake, you know? Yeah. So it's just so sad how, I mean, they just push these people away from their house Mm-hmm. just so sad yeah that is so sad and then the most recent occurrence on the lake happened on may 9th of 2021 which something might have happened since this news article came out because i wrote this oh, i'm sure ago, so <laughs> i mean oh, I- i'm sure with with it being summer and everything everyone going to the lake yeah yeah especially since oh, covid and everything's like shut oh, down oh yeah so they're like hmm what can i do go to the lake yeah so a family had fought, a family of five had decided that they were going to spend Mother's Day on this lake on their boat. The entire oh no. family was on the boat when all of a sudden it burst into flames. What? Mm-hmm. It just burst into flames? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Two of the kids who were aged uh, 16 and 13 got the worst of the injuries and both of them ended up in critical care in the hospital. Oh. One of them, it was mostly... Um, it was mostly, like, superficial stuff, just a lot of, like, burns mm-hmm. and stuff. The other one was yeah. put on, like, a ventilator and, like, all that stuff. <gasps> oh, that's so sad. And from what I read, they're actually still in the hospital. 
Really? Yeah. Two months, two and a half months later. Three months, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. That's so sad. The fire ended up killing their dog. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, the cause of the explosion has not been found. Oh, my God. They have no idea what caused it. So, like, the mom and, I guess, the dad or whoever, they're they're all okay, right? Yeah, it's everybody the, else. The, so, the the other, the mom, the dad, and the other sibling were at the front of the boat. Oh, okay. And then the 13 and 16-year-old that got, like, seriously injured were in the back. And they were the ones that got, like, the most of the force mm-hmm. that happened when the explosion took place. That is crazy. I know. It's scary. Like... That is so scary. <laughs> Hey, what the heck? This makes me not want to go on lake. Go, go, go to a lake. <laughs> I know. It's, I mean, there, like, we have, we have three, I think three, like, notable lakes here in San Antonio. Uh-huh. And I remember with one of, one of them, it was, like, probably three or four years ago, maybe, there was a guy riding his canoe out there, and it, like, flipped over, and he ended up drowning. <gasps> Oh, my God. And that alone was enough for the lake to be like, hey, no more of that on this lake. Yeah. Like, no more canoeing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, your boat has to be a certain amount of, like, or a certain length or whatever. But they completely just, like, banned it. Wow. Just because of one death. That's crazy. I mean, this this lake has had so many deaths. It's weird that they haven't, like cut it off. it off. Yeah. Because yeah. we have a lake here in Mesquite. Um, don't remember what it's called, but there's an area that I think a homeless person died. I don't know. Someone died, but they closed it off. Yeah. So it's like, it makes sense. It's like, it's so, so it's like, why are they still allowing people to go to this lake? Money. I guarantee you that it brings in like tourists and everything. And they probably have like a, like a, you have to pay per car or whatever to go in. That's so insane. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thanks for was... letting me know about this lake because now someone's like, hey, you want to go here? I'm like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> don't feel like yeah. dying. <laughs> yeah. It's in Georgia though. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Just don't We're go to Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you live in Georgia, don't go to this lake. If you have, I want to know what your experience was like. I hope you're okay if <laughs> you win. <laughs> I I don't think I would ever even now though just going in a regular lake freaks me out. Oh yeah, I re- I refuse to go into a large body of water that I can't see. Yeah, you won't even like put your feet in the water. No. At the beach. Yeah, I I won't even go to the beach like like yeah. go on the shore. Like yeah. I just it freaks me out. You know what freaks me out is whenever we go to the beach, my dad will go in and he's like shoulder deep in the water. That that is too crazy for me i know i'm like what do you gonna I do cannot. if like a wave comes in and like goes over your head and like nobody's gonna be able to see you no and like the ocean is different because there's like waves and there's all this activity and stuff yeah. like at least at a lake it's normally like pretty still yeah but nope <laughs> my dad's like i don't give a shit and just fucking <laughs> balls to the walls go swimming in the fucking ocean you know, I can I can see that coming from your dad though. He's very adventurous and <laughs> he fucking gives me heart attacks all the time, I swear. He is so funny. Like even now, he like they live like up in the mountains now. 
And the last time we went up there, it was snowing. This is back in like February. And the last time we went up there, it was snowing. And he has like little like, like little dune buggy go-kart kind of things. Uh-huh. And he was like drifting that shit around the front yard in the snow. Uh, he's such an like, adventurous was- man. <laughs> couldn't oh, be dude, me. Flip it over. I know. Literally couldn't be me. I know, I'm but so- I will say that the one time I tried to be like that, I crashed it. Oh, yeah, I remember I, I, you. You texted me like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. You're crying. Like whole, yes, and my whole family was busting out laughing about it, and I went inside, like, bawling, and Brian was sitting inside, and he's like, what What happened? And I was like, don't talk to me. <laughs> Honestly, I would do the same thing. I would be so felt, devastated. I, devastated. I felt so bad, dude. I felt so bad. I was like, I'll pay for the repairs. <laughs> and my dad's like, nothing. He was like, that's what this fucking like frame on it is for. He so you like, could crash it. it. Yeah. He was like, there's a dent in the frame. That's it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. I don't blame you. Plus, I, remember- I was so embarrassed. Yeah, I would totally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I get embarrassed over the most silliest thing. So I know. Me too. I'd totally be crying. I remember one time I hit my... I was pulling into a parking spot. It's when I lived um, in the apartments with my mom in oh, Mesquite. Yeah. And it was like one of those like awning uh, mm-hmm. parking spots. <laughs> like, okay, guys, this is when I first got my driver's license. I'm not the best <laughs> driver, but okay. So I pulled my car into the spot and I like literally just went into the pool <laughs> the awning. And I started crying because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I think you sent me a picture. It was so embarrassing. Oh, also, I did, um, when I, I went to my friend's house one time, and it was late at night, and in her driveway, she has a big tree in the middle of her driveway, and I was parked, uh, like a little past the tree, like Mm -hmm. in front of the tree, and it was really dark outside, and I just... (laughs) just reversed my into the tree my side mirror just crashed <laughs> yes it just crashed into the tree and i was like um didn't know that was gonna happen okay so i just drove home and then i got out and looked at my uh side mirror and it was totally destroyed I and i cried <laughs> you sent me a picture and you were like fuck my life <laughs> Oh my god, I remember. Do you remember there was one time when I think I went to you and we were going downtown somewhere and there mm-hmm. was like we were going into this parking lot cuz we were going to go eat at this one place and mm-hmm. the one spot that that was that was there, it was impossible for you to like pull into the spot and so you had to like back into it. No, and I don't remember like, that. I don't know how to reverse park. I so I still I don't like, to this day. <laughs> I was like, I'll do it for you. And so like literally in the middle of the road, I don't know how we didn't get hit by a car because we weren't in the parking lot yet. Like we got out and did like a fucking fire drill and like switch uh-huh. spots. And like I backed the car in. Dude, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> oh, God. It was like an, it was when back when we were like in our early 20s. It was like a night on the town. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but- I mean, I'm honestly, I'm not surprised that happened. I- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I so, suck at I mean, parking. Only, I feel like the only reason that I really back up a lot now is because I have a reverse camera. Yeah, I see. I don't. If I had one, I'm pretty sure oh. I. Yeah. I could, but no, I have yeah. a little. Or whenever you get a Tesla, you can just be like, park. 
Let it yeah, let it park do. for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in a couple years. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever... I know I've run over like a, you know, those in in like a parking lot, they have those like cement divider kind of things. <laughs> yeah. I like fully ran over one of those. <laughs> like I thought my car, luckily nobody was parked in front of me, but I thought my car was in reverse, but it was in drive. <laughs> and I fucking gunned it. And that shit just, I was like, don't like, like like bouncing around all over the place. Oh my I was God. like, what the fuck just happened? So I got out of my car and my car was like halfway over this shit. Oh like my, my front God. tires were right over it. And I was like, oh my God. And so I'm like thinking like if I back up, it's going to rip my front. Yeah. I was freaking out because like I still lived with my parents. And so I was oh, like, yeah, oh yeah. my God, I'm going to get home and my dad's going to be fucking pissed at me. And so... <laughs> I was like, well, I'm just going to fucking do it. And luckily nothing happened, but oh, God. I was, girl, I was like having a heart attack. I would have been bed. crying. I was like, this isn't going to work. This is not my day. Like, oh, I was like losing my mind. Oh my gosh. I'm it sure I've bad. done that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally sure I've done that before. Oh my gosh. I, that's why I make Brian drive everywhere. Yeah, exactly. I make Ricardo drive everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. He's like, well, uh, you're gonna drive to you're gonna drive to New Mexico, and I was like, you're fucking high, dude. It's <laughs> like you were driving to New Mexico. He was like, no, I'm not. Oh my god. I was gosh. like, whatever. Well, at least it won't be snowing. True. Oh my god. When we drove up there last time. Okay, so in February, the state of Texas had this like once in a million years fucking winter storm. It was so crazy. Everything was frozen and covered in ice. Uh-huh. Everything, like there was nothing in the grocery stores. Everybody had bought everything out. You couldn't drive on the road without slipping and sliding everywhere. Mm-hmm. Power had gone out. Yeah. The pipes were frozen, so nobody had water. It was like the fucking apocalypse. Yeah. It was so fucking crazy. So the morning that it hit, Brian and I were driving to New Mexico. So we get on the highway, and we probably get like, I would say... 30 45 miles into the trip and we notice that people start like pulling over to the side of the highway and so i'm like what the fuck and so then traffic kind of comes to like a stop and like two Mm -hmm. cars in front of us this car is trying to go but his tires keep spinning on the ice and so i was like okay babe just pull over so he pulls over and we're sitting there and he's like i don't know what to do and so i'm calling my dad like freaking out and while we're sitting there, this fucking 18-wheeler pulls up next to us and, like, stops. And then when he tries to go, his truck just starts sliding. Oh, my in gosh. And Brian had just gotten this car. Oh, my gosh. And so I'm, like, sitting in the passenger seat trying not to have a heart attack because I didn't want Brian to get nervous. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to fucking get rammed by this gigantic truck. And um, I can't remember what happened, but I know that he kind of, like, got his, like, tires on the grass, mm-hmm. and then he just, like, took off. Oh, my god! And I was like, thank God. So, Brian's like, I'm fucking going. I'm not going to sit here and get my shit yeah. hit by somebody else. That's so scary. It was terrifying. It's, like, a nine-hour trip. It took us, like, 12 hours to get there. Yeah, I remember. I was really worried about you guys. I remember I kept checking your uh, location a lot just to yeah. make sure that you were okay and, like, texting you, like, hey 
you okay? Because <laughs> I mean, scary. It was really Girl, scary. I was, I was having like, I didn't drive at all. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not, because first of all, we were, we were taking Brian's car and I was like, I don't trust my, I've never had to drive on ice before mm-hmm. ever. And so I'm like, I don't trust myself. And so he drove the entire way. Oh, my gosh. And I remember when we got there, my dad, like, he was like, I was like, okay, I have to go to the bathroom or whatever. So I went into the bathroom and I came out. Mm-hmm. And my dad was crying, hugging Brian. And he Aww. was like, thank you for getting my baby girl. Uh, You're to me. So I was sweet. like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was, that's really scary. I'm glad you was, guys made it okay. I know. Me too. But this weekend won't be as bad because obviously it's the middle of august yeah it'll be fine yeah so i'm so excited dude you guys are gonna have a lot of fun vacation i hope are you guys gone for a week or what a week or two Mm -hmm. a week oh that's nice yeah i wish it could be two weeks but we can't afford that or like a month (laughs) oh my god vacation fucking dream i wish then you would never want 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 to go back to work Mm-mm. no i was talking about it with my coworker earlier and she's like where are you gonna come back saturday or sunday and i was like well i'm gonna want to spend like the extra day with my dad yeah and um she was like well yeah but then you're gonna go home and like turn around and have to come to work mm-hmm. and i was like well yeah but then i'm gonna come home and then just be sitting in the house all day on sunday just like hating my life because you have to go back to work the yeah. following day yeah so i don't know We'll see. We have a whole week to plan that, so. Yeah. We'll Yay. see what happens, but I'm excited. I'm excited for you. You guys are going to have fun. Thanks, sister. Little vacay. <sighs> All right. Well, is there anything you want to say to the people? Um, I have, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say, <laughs> but thank Well. Thank you for letting me um, be a guest. Of course. Anytime. It was really fun. It's fun. I know. I love it. I love it. I thought I was not going to be as, I thought this wasn't going to be as like enjoyable when I first started doing this. Mm-hmm. And like, I really enjoy doing this. Oh yeah. You're made for a podcast. Like literally you have the voice. You're funny. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So good. Um, but yeah, thank you for for doing this with me. I really appreciate it. And um, y'all be on the lookout for our podcast. I'm hoping we'll be able to release within the next like month or so. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of hangups, technical difficulties because oh, yeah. we have to do this, you know, a million miles away from each other. Yeah, so it's a little hard. It's a lot more difficult than it seems. Mm-hmm. But but we're gonna do it. We're gonna get it done, and y'all are gonna love it. It's gonna be fun. It is, but that's all I have for y'all today, and I hope y'all come back next week for another episode of Death by Coincidence. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, DeathXCoincidence. Um, message me with any suggestions that you have. I've gotten a few, but I could always use more, and I'll see y'all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. <laughs>